One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Divine. <laughs> oh, God, I'm so annoying. <laughs> Hi, Hi, Petty, petty bitches. bitches. This is Davina Divine. And this is Victoria's Secret, who almost forgot to press yes. record. <laughs> you silly bitch. We literally, we were chatting like we could have had just like a full podcast right before she pressed record. <laughs> I would have actually, that is all I needed this week was it more anxiety and that stress. Well, that's something I worry about every week. Like I'm always like, oh. okay, press record. Now I do have a backup on the laptop as well as the, like the technical equipment thing Still that we use. So and stressful. I never, ever, ever relax until I check it like three, four times throughout the episode. <laughs> my heart will be literally in my mouth. Davina, <laughs> uh, happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. It is officially the 1st of December. We are recording this on Tuesday, 1st of December, just for yeah. those of you not in the know. And of course, it is World AIDS Day today as well. So yeah. uh, forgetting those that we have loved and lost. Yeah, globally. you normally work with MAC Cosmetics every year um, yes. around this time because they obviously are huge fundraisers for World mm. AIDS Day. And yeah. all year round, to be fair, because their Viva Glam lipsticks raise money for uh, different charities, don't they? I don't think a lot of people know this. It's like if you buy a Viva Glam product from MAC, it's like a lipstick or a lip gloss. And they've had people, fab celebrities over the years, kind of like endorsing them. Mm-hmm. RuPaul was actually the first one. Mm-hmm. I think they're up to like maybe eight or nine. But all the money goes to people living with HIV and AIDS charities in that city. Yeah. So like if you buy a lipstick in Dublin, it'll go to the people living in Dublin. So it's a really, it's actually a really good cause. And it's a nice way to kind of give back even over the Christmas. Maybe think about a little Christmas gift. Yeah, absolutely. And the, I mean, the, the one saving grace of this year uh, being locked inside is that red really doesn't suit you. So it was kind of hard to look yeah, at you in red every 1st of December. <laughs> <laughs> and they've limited red shades as well. So you're kind of like... <laughs> Do you like wearing red lipstick? Uh, 
I do sometimes. If if you see me in a red lipstick, I think it tells us more about my mood, to be honest, because if I'm going to focus on the lip, then I'm not really bothering with the eyes, which means I could be in a rush. I <laughs> so, see red lipstick and I go, slut! Slut! <laughs> I don't... I would always go for nude, because I think nude is just like, there's something sexy about a nude. Uh-huh. And if you're kissing, you won't be missed too much if it's gone, whereas if it's red <laughs> lipstick, it goes everywhere if you're kissing someone. Who are you kissing? It's lockdown, hun. Keep them lips off, all these fellas. It would never be on their face, let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you hear the tone of my cackle there? That was full dirty bitch laugh. Like That's because you knew I was telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought Sabina had gloss on earlier. Mm, she did. <laughs> <laughs> She's mad now, bitch. <laughs> Well, speaking of clean and dirty surfaces, uh, yes. I got my oven professionally cleaned. Oh, my God. <laughs> did you God. like that transition, did you? <laughs> I, t- I tell you now, it's like these small these small things that happened in 2020 that are like we're actually talking about. <laughs> like, there's nothing else going on in our lives except cleaning ovens oh my God, and, yeah. like, lipstick. So, tell me, is the chemical smells knocking you out or what's oh, the story? No, I love that. I love the smell of diesel. I love the smell of petrol. love the smell of, like, bleach. So, actually, I loved it. Mm. I closed all the windows and had a good sniff. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Been out for days. <laughs> he was in and out in 45 minutes and um, he changed the light bulb inside my oven, which was oh. very exciting because that was gone. Do you like, I like, don't cook. Like, I do was not this cook. like an oven doctor? Yeah, kind of. His name was Shining Oven. Now, that's not sponsored, but if, you know, if somebody does want to clean my oven for free every now and again, we will mention it all the time. Shining Oven. <laughs> shining Oven, yeah. He was in out. He said, my favourite thing with people that try and do anything like that is when they don't talk to you, they just come in and do the job and go. So he yeah. did that. And it was absolutely... You could eat your dinner off it, as they'd say. See, <laughs> you, you might be because you don't want to clean any plates. Yeah. <laughs> Throw a fork in the oven. <laughs> Let's get going. Uh, what else has been going on in the world okay. i know with the restrictions are lifting this friday hopefully yeah. we don't we don't know the guidelines of course because like course. the government don't give us any guidelines and we're all supposed not. to be like mystic megs yeah. and guess what's happening so hopefully we'll have a, a semi little bit of normality for the month of december which kind of feels a bit fucked up to be honest i i don't know about you how, how do you feel about it well i've already booked the cinema um as soon as uh you announce some opium gigs i'm gonna book mm-hmm. in for some of them but like to be honest like I'd be okay if the world didn't open and don't hate me for saying that, but really, Mm. this is a bloody busy month for um, you and me. We have a lot of gigs going on, and I feel like we're not going to really get to enjoy it because of that. So it feels like we've been waiting on this, and now it's here. I'm like, ugh. I was just saying to someone, like, I feel like like just slightly deflated like uh, this the whole year has just really taken it out of me and mm. I'm not one to kind of like cry anxiety or whatever but I have to say my anxiety has been through the roof yeah. with all this yo-yo and like especially in the last couple of weeks and as I said we have taken on a lot of like extra work mm. and then this is coming the reopening and stuff and I feel very underwhelmed and yeah. I feel like I should be jumping for joy like I was before yeah but but you know it's his... going to get taken away on January 6th so what's the I point? know, you know and what that's I mean? why that's why I feel like I don't trust it and I feel like it's almost like drinking flat seven up oh you know like God. that kind of feeling yeah. it's like it's still seven up but it's just like there's no bubbles in it yeah. that's how i, I yeah. feel like flat seven up <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> like are you diet or are you full fat oh i'm definitely full fat okay, so, so you're sugary um yeah. I, the only thing i'd say is that i'm very excited to be shift faced with you somewhere else other than my apartment if that makes sense so I i'm know. looking forward to doing a shot with you yeah uh but like i'm sick of these four walls 
I kind of feel the same, but I'm also terrified because I be anxious about not making the events that I have. Do you know that feeling? Yeah. You're anxious. Yeah. I'm getting anxious about being anxious. Well, you know, like, I did that last year. You know that I took a booking for a Christmas party and we weren't oh, in no. lockdown. Oh, girl, yes. Remember I called you? I was like, yes. girl, I'm after putting it in on the wrong day. Yes. I was supposed to be there in like 30 minutes. And you know, it takes me two hours to get into drag. And they were like, where are you? Like, like everyone's waiting on you. And I was like, uh, uh, and I've never done oh. that in 16 years so I feel yeah I have a lot of anxiety over yeah. missing out on stuff so every day I feel like I'm checking my diary double checking it double checking it it's it's great to be busy and we're so blessed mm. but at the same time the stress of it all yeah. is it's a lot like it, it's it's a lot when you're trying to kind of the goalposts just keep moving through this whole year mm. and, and we don't even play football so that's no. really weird and do you know what I feel I feel like the goalposts have moved so much now there's no fucking posts left there's just two jumpers you know like back in the day <laughs> There's oh two fucking God. jumpers. The glamour of it. And they yeah. were duns. They were duns and pennies, like, either side. Yeah. <laughs> and they weren't even yours. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you were like, I'm not putting my good jumper down no. there. My mom bought me that last week. It's Nike. Gay people did not put their jumpers on the ground. That is the truth. <laughs> that is definitely the truth. Well, there's been a campaign that I, like, I think you'll get a tickle out of. Okay. Um, which is um, about dry robes. So, you know, every, um, yes, every person is hopping into the sea at the moment. Mm-hmm. God knows yeah. why, because it's absolutely freezing. So people in South County Dublin have started to put up like signs saying dry robe types not welcome around here. Oh, leave the sea for those of us that are here all year round. <laughs> now, firstly, a dry robe is about two hundred and something quid from what is I it? did. Yeah, it's a towel. Oh. It's a jacket towel. Okay, I have to say now, like of course, me being the rings and rows, I have walked the I've walked the pool bag lighthouse many a time, and they swim sometimes down there. And the people are literally swimming in the water. They look like Titanic survivors. They're literally blue. Yeah. They're literally floating in the water like they're like black and blue, like with cold, like pins and needles hitting them. But I've seen the dry robes and I'm like, I think I'd like one of them for like getting out of the shower, not for the sea. <laughs> but like just yeah. to be like comfy cozy at home. It's very comfy cozy, but um, it's 171 euros. I just double checked. Now, I did see a tweet that made me absolutely cackle saying that <laughs> someone spotted someone going down Grafton Street in a dry robe last what? week. <laughs> Nobody going swimming in Stephen's Green. I don't what know. Story? Is this the new Ugg boot though? Are people just going to live in their dry robes going everywhere now? I wonder if they wear anything under the dry robe. That's I hope I'd not. Like to know. <laughs> and also, can I just say, Pennies is reopening, so I bet you they're not 170 euros in there. <laughs> you know they're going to get onto it. They will. They'll 100% get a version of course they there. will. Absolutely. What do you think? Like, would you, like, I'd like a dry robe maybe for home for like lounging around, but that's about it. Like, I wouldn't, you wouldn't catch me in the sea anyway. I've like a fear of the unknown, what's under the water. Like, I just couldn't do that. Yeah. I'm not getting in the sea in Ireland, probably full stop. Like, I, not even down the sunny southeast, which is never that sunny anyway. Uh, No, not for me. The dry robes thing, I couldn't give a fuck what people put on them. I wouldn't be spending 170 euros on a towel, though. No way. Absolutely not. And tell me this now, this is a big week for our TV lovers. Have you Ooh. finished the, have you finished the undoing? As of about ten minutes ago, I'm oh, up to date on the undoing. I've seen Potomac, I've finished the crown, so hit me with that ask me anything. Well, what did you think? Were you surprised by the end of the undoing? But we well, don't want to give any spoilers away. So I know if some of you haven't seen it yet, okay. I know some of you're a little slow and there's a lot to catch up on with your nine to five work, et cetera, et cetera, peoples. Fair. I, I was heavily distracted by Hugh Grant's mouth the whole way through. Can I ask, have you ever seen this movie from it? It's like, I think it was like 1993 and it was called The Secret Garden. Have you ever seen it? It's like a children's film. Saw the film. original. Creepy. Loved it. There's a little boy. I think he plays like Mary's cousin and he's like disabled boy in a wheelchair. And they say that he's, you know, he's sicker than he actually is. Oh. And she kind of brings him out of himself. But the actor who plays that little boy, 
he has this tightening in his mouth, like purse in his lips. Mm. And all I can see is that, like, Hugh Grant looks like that child in the fucking, in the undoing. He just looks like he's constantly kind of pursing his lips. Yeah. And it's very distracting. It's very like, distracting. he's such a bad actor. Like, oh, I, like, it's just awful. not for me. And I, I, I did used to like him, but like, he looks like he's had a stroke. And I don't mean a stroke yeah. of, of Divine Brown. I mean no. an actual stroke. It's very, it's... very strange. And then I can't help when watching Nicole Kidman, but just to constantly stare at her wig. Just to see, can I clock it? So I'm like, do you know the as well? What I love about her is when she was like, that little boy, by the way, is an amazing actor. Amazing, I think he's, he's really good. But when she's looking, you know, when she's like talking to him really intense, and mm. her, I look at her eyeballs, are going, yeah. they're literally going from side to side. I'm fascinated by that because imagine how intense that would be. We should do that for one of our Christmas pantos. Just <laughs> like have a real intense stare off. It's so intense. I hate that vibe. It's creepy, but it's fascinating to watch. Yeah, absolutely. But the ending. Absolutely ticked all the boxes I needed it to do. I really enjoyed it and I was so... I don't really get into those kind of shows and I'm devastated that it's over, but I thoroughly did enjoy it and it gave me something to focus on that it was staggered for a few weeks. Yes, yeah. that in TV shows. But I won't miss Hugh Grant's weird mouth. I like... No, I won't bye. miss him full stop. I was never a fan. Don't miss it. And what about The Crown? I've got into The Crown now, I have to say. So well, did you watch season four? Because you hadn't no. seen any of the other yeah, seasons. Yeah, I just jumped in from this season. Okay. Because I've kind of seen a couple of bits like here and there over the other seasons. But I don't, I'm not really a fan of like the 50s and 60s eras. Yeah. So I just found it very hard. I kind of knew the story because I'm a little bit royal obsessed anyway. Mm-hmm. Did your mom um, have Hello magazine when you were like grown up? No, no, she didn't. No, and I know that the Hello used to feature a lot of the royals oh, back in the day. Mega royal. Well, my mom, like, she used to keep her magazines in the toilet. So I know my mom listens to that. She's probably mortified that she was in the light reading in the toilet. But there you go. And there was always a collection. And when the mm. new Hello magazine used to come in that week, like the toilet used to take a lot longer. If you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> everyone be having a little snoop through what Lady Di was up to, and yeah. um, but that got my fascination going with the royals. Mm. Now I. I don't really know how twisted they were like the yeah. crown dealt with like lots of hideous things like you know acting like certain family members were dead who like sorry have you finished it uh i've got i'm i think i've like maybe two episodes left so i you know saw i know one. you saw that yeah one. i that saw that one horrific so to, to it look was, at yeah but they've been like notoriously horrific they're they're bizarre people that like for centuries and if you go back through the history, like I love going back like to like the Tudor times, then going forward and then the Saxe Coburgs and all that, like just their bloodline and how they have it, it it's bizarre. Like it's yeah. not even the actual original bloodlines that it was before. So it's it's very strange. Very strange. It is, but it's mad just when you kind of go back and date it. It's very interesting. Did you fancy Charles? The actor, yes. The real one, no. <laughs> oh my God, can I just say, can I yeah. say one thing? Like, because of The Crown, and I've been watching a lot of, like, royal documentaries and kind of, like, about royals that maybe I didn't necessarily know about, but some of the things I've seen about Prince Charles, have you ever noticed Prince Charles' fingers? No, why? What are they like? <laughs> oh my God, like, just Google Prince Charles' fingers. Like, what is going on with those fingers? They are, like, so fat. <laughs> like, they're literally like, like sausage fingers. Big sausage fingers. Like, huge, and they're really red. Is that a medical condition? I don't want to be cruel, like, if it is. They're really, really like they're oh, like old house. Oh my god! Okay, like I've jumbo just, sausages. I've just Googled them. They're they're see? very pink as well. Oh my yeah. god! They look they look like yeah. Play-Doh or something. Like you'd you'd definitely only take one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> well, you know the actor who played um, Prince Charles also did this gay movie called God's Own Country. Like full oh. full on very like full on sex scenes. Oh. Uh, Mickey out for everyone to see. Like it was. He's on very Netflix. handsome. Very He's handsome. handsome. And I, I like the way 
he kind of plays Charles well. It's kind of that weird geeky kind of, um, it's kind of endearing. And I love the Diana girl. Oh God, sorry. Google's now showing me Prince Charles' feet at the same time. And Ugh. that's that's not a place I need to be. So I'm just going to oh close that down there. Yeah, close that off. <laughs> Did you uh, watch Slag Wars? No, not yet. But before coming out, I want to ask, who's your favourite royal? Oh, my favourite royal? Um, in real life, in real life. Yeah, oh, Harry. But that's because I think he's a big dirty dish. And is he still a royal though? I don't care. He's a royal to me, like... Do you know, I think my favourite royal is Princess Anne. <laughs> I love her. I mean, the, the series really does make you love Princess Anne for all yeah. the wacky reasons. The way she speaks, though, like, oh, baby. Ooh, but if like, you watch some of her older interviews she's done, like with Terry Wogan and stuff from back in the day, she's actually a gas bitch. Like, she just doesn't give a shit. Are they so up I'm on like, YouTube? I, yeah, they're up on YouTube. Very interesting. Check oh, it out. Love it. Worth, okay. worth a watch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Because she was fascinating. There needs to be a movie about her. Gee bag, but like gas gee bag. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Well, gee bag's an endear- endearing word to us as well. Yeah, listen, I love it. I love a good gee bag. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, I think you need to watch Slag Wars. It's like America's Next Top Model, but on acid. Like the girls. You were telling me about this the other day. It's the Cock Destroys reality show. Yeah, yeah. yeah the girls are absolutely wild. Like, and can I ask what's the premise and like what's the prize? Well, do you know what? They're they're the the idea is that they're doing the search for the next Cock Destroyer. Which, funnily enough, when me and Rebecca were talking just after they'd been in. Um, in Dublin for Pride, and we were going to do this tour of America, which didn't end up happening in the end, even though loads of places wanted it. And that was the idea for the show: search for the next cock destroyer. So obviously, it's been something and that they've wanted to do for a while. What would the next cock destroyer be? How how would that like, materialize? What well, she'd be? have to be um, Ireland's original blonde bombshell. Um, right. She'd have to love glossy Check. lips. Check. <laughs> <laughs> Big dids. <laughs> Check. <laughs> and a large swallow of Sambuca. <laughs> Double check. <laughs> uh, yeah, so basically it's seven people going head to head to win the like the title. Um, and I think it's just a great opportunity for people obviously to get some exposure. exposure. Especially if you're doing like OnlyFans and stuff. Like that's where you're going to okay. make the money back from it. It kind of reminds me a little bit about that. Do you remember when Katie Price was looking for the next protege and oh she was, God. do you remember that? Yeah. And it was like, they got to release the fragrance and Rylan was actually in the final. Mm-hmm. Do you remember it was Rylan mm-hmm. and that girl, Amy, who Katie was really jealous of in the yeah. end? <laughs> <laughs> Fair play to Rylan though, because he kind of did it all. Yeah. And now look at him. He, yeah. uh, he's new teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his, it's a second set of teeth his first teeth he got kind of changed because they were too big they were too big they were ridiculous yeah. looking uh, and and now he's like on BBC ITV all the time they love him yeah fair play Katie's raging because she's just two broken ankles I love how she always tries to like connect herself to him as well though. she's like do you remember you were on my show <laughs> like, <laughs> she always brings it up and he's like no forget about that forget well I, I you get the vibe because like, he was obsessed with her when they kind of first started yeah, and then when yeah. his kind of stardom got a little bit bigger than hers she was clinging on to him and he was a little bit like I think you're nuts yeah. so <laughs> distance have you noticed an increase in Facebook raffles at the moment everyone oh my is god can I, I have everything. that written down on my list <laughs> I have that I swear I swear to God, I have that written down on my list. And I was like, I don't know if I should bring it up because like, I'm all for people winning competitions and entering things at this time of year. But what is going on? I don't understand. It feels like someone's about to do a raffle for like a bag of buttons. Do you know what I mean? Like a raffle for a fresh soul. What the (laughs) hell? Like 
what I've noticed is a lot, and someone had no, someone had mentioned this to me before. Yeah, one of my one of my good friends had said, "Have you ever noticed this person blank on Instagram, constantly tags people with lots of followers to get the story shared so that they can get more followers?" Yeah, and I was like, "No, I actually." And she said, "He does it to you all the time." Oh. And I was like, okay. So then when I noticed, I kind of did ease back on sharing it. But then I start watching what Who is that it? Say it and I'll bleep it out. Who is it? No, I'm not going to say it. I'll say it. it I'll bleep it out. Come on. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So I've noticed just with the posts that there's a lot of that going on. And I noticed the competitions are coming and these collabs. And it just feels a bit... I like hate if, that. I, I, I hate understand... That. I understand with some of the makeup bloggers when they get sent a lot of that stuff, they're never going to, they've only one face, they're not going to oh, be able to absolutely. use all that. You like getting well get rid, rid of it. it. Yeah, yeah, that makes but sense. With, with these kind of um, pointed things, it just feels a little bit like the person is trying to become an influencer yeah, yeah. professionally. Well, I think as well, if you're doing it with products that were sent to you, also yeah. that is exposure for those companies. So that's yeah. very different. If you're going to Super Value and buying a load of munch for, you know, the ultimate Christmas night in or what, or like something like that. I've seen that. I've seen people raffling away their old phones. A banger of a car has been raffled. Wow. Like it's. Oh, do, do you know what gets me though is buy a ticket. You know when these buy yes. a ticket, it just feels like a scam. Buy a ticket mm-hmm. for like, we're giving away a car and it's like it's a hundred euro a ticket or something yeah like that just feels real dodge to me who's real buying those dodge. tickets real dodge there's a lot of that going on with uh, GAA clubs at the moment and I've seen yeah. Dermot O'Leary has done uh, like a little video for them uh, Laura Whitmore I was going to say Sarah Whitmore that's a flashback there uh, <laughs> oh yeah do you remember that song <laughs> yeah Too loved that song it? Get when lost I lost you yes when I lost you everything but uh, yeah I'm like why are people ruffling away a house in London like go away yeah, that it's very odd, but I did have that on my list, and it was one of the things that I just I've noticed a lot, and I, yeah. I I just think it's a bit odd. Yeah, well, we're watching you all, okay? <laughs> so <laughs> we're not buying a ball for your raffle. We're not buying a ticket. No. Keep your raffles to yourself. <laughs> okay. Oh, what else do I have? Oh, true. You know what's been also, and I've noticed at the moment, you know, men on on Instagram. We're not men. Men. <laughs> <laughs> I know men very well. <laughs> but like, why can they have their butts out? Why can they have their dick prints on there? Uh, they can be completely topless. And I'm seeing a lot of drag queens and women and uh, like getting their posts removed for like the hint well, of a nipple. Or can I just like, say, I'm nudity. okay with that. <laughs> oh. I'm okay with all <laughs> I'm sorry, girls and drag queens. I love you, but I don't want to see your nipples. No. <laughs> boys, I want to see your bums. <laughs> I don't. Like, like, if I wanted to go and see somebody's butt or like a dick print there's plenty of sites that can do that on like Instagram is like near soft porn on some of these fellas pages and you need to but, get on Twitter girl but, <laughs> but women can't do anything like that is pissing me the fuck off at the moment I think it depends on the post because I think sometimes people do get away with it but I also think a lot of people hate on girls sometimes okay. so I think girls get a little bit more hate than boys so I think sometimes people go oh she's this she's that and, and report them Somebody I think that is happens reporting. you're right of course it is of course it is and it, it's, it is unfair but like that's what yeah. we've been people kind of fighting a, for people and, need to get yeah, a grip get a grip get a fucking absolutely. grip absolutely oh totally like if it's not a, if one person can, can do it the other person should be able to do it like yeah. fair is fair I think that needs to stop in 2021 but what I am very excited about for 2021 myself uh, Davina and Dizzy did a little group call last week and Dizzy shared some news with us do you remember? yes so Dizzy the isolation disco queen of 2020 who has been doing an isolation disco for like basically the whole year has won an amazing she entered a competition to win some DJ equipment thinking that she might win but she didn't she won the top prize 
which is opening for DJ Carl Cox. Dizzy time for it. AKA Ireland's isolation disco queen is going to open for Carl Cox next year. Yeah. How wild is that? That was the original, that was the top prize. And then there was lots of like equipment in the second, third prizes. And she wanted, she wanted the equipment, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. They basically were trying to contact her and they got in touch with her to say that she had won the top prize, which was to meet Carl Cox and to open up for him. Mm-hmm. So that's hilarious. But they don't know when it's going to happen, but it is going to happen apparently because she's been speaking to them. Well, I just think that was some really glam good news. And yeah. I love to fucking see it. So well done, Dizzy Dime, for it. You stuck I, in there all year and you, uh, you snuck the top prize prize of the year that is the fucking funniest and i tell you this now we, as, as i said Stacey, i want to be at that gig wherever it is in the world i'm we're going. going we are yeah, going and we're going to scream we're like dizzy 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 spit on me play britney <laughs> and then the rest of the crowd are like really play britney <laughs> so fair play to you dizzy dive first yeah of the show <laughs> <laughs> that's all on my list do you have any other little tap bits or tidbits no that's all of our hot topics yeah that's a nice little proud. one to finish on like good news mm-hmm. Well, what do we have still coming up? Coming up, we have a fabulous interview with the gorgeous girl Adjorda Lano from RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6, who was recently in Dublin on a whistle stop tour. So we have a great little chat with her coming yeah. up. Yeah, we caught her just at the end of her isolation before she headed over to the UK. Uh, and also, we've got our Rotters of the Week. We also had another segment which was all about people's gas experiences. It was gas experiences with edibles. Mm-hmm. But we're going to save that. Okay, you guys, we've got a very special guest. She is a sister. We've kind of known her a long, long time. That's kind of where I want to start. Um, this is my professional voice by the yeah. moment. If anyone hasn't got a phone voice, we have Adore <laughs> Delano in our little studio here. Hi, Adore. Hi, what's going on? We're so happy to have you because we've been talking about this for ages. Yeah. And like the tour was supposed to happen before lockdown and in we're April, back in yeah. the studio and um, we were literally just saying that how everything has just shifted and mm. we have been talking about this since think, March. It's since March because mm. yeah, you were coming. How does it feel to be out of America? Let's start with that. It feels super weird. I feel mm. like, um, I mean, I always try to do like, be like the guinea pig and do the test runs. Like I'm punk rock. <laughs> so I'm like, bring it on and buff. But like, it's weird. Like yeah. the coverage is different. Like it just it's just so different and um I don't know. It's just it's What's just... the attitude like from people over there like towards corona cuz here it's like people are kind of masking up and kind of doing their bit but like over there it just seems very conflicted or something. Um I think like middle America mm-hmm. right now is just like kind of like macho macho man like they didn't think like they're just indestruct- in- yeah, I yeah. Say indestructible. Is that how you say That's is that it? A- indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> Robin taught me well. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, mean, <laughs> I mean like a lot of middle america thinks that they're like invincible and like they can just like take on this virus and they're immune because they follow like a crazy cheeto man but like mm-hmm. anybody that's like um we got like the the outside like kind of like um how do you say it like the big cities like la new york yeah. miami the ones that yeah. matter no. <laughs> oh my god the ones that pay us uh, no but they're we're we're pretty much trying to take like protocol and like kind of like quarantine and stuff like that but like I think after like the fourth month, like everybody else, they're just like, dude, if they're not doing it, then I got to go see my mom. Like, what the hell? You know what I mean? So it's becoming tiresome, but... This is probably the longest you have spent in America for a long time because I know like Manchester's kind of been your second home since you got on the road, which is how long ago now? How long have I been on the on road? On the road, yeah. Oh my god, like oh, like six, seven years? Yeah. Is that like non-stop? Non-stop, like, yeah. Like, like, what was the longest break? 
Oh, um, probably 2017. I had like a little break because I was going crazy. But okay. I mean, <laughs> other than that, I'm just like, I just say, I just try to say yes to everything and just like squeeze the rest of my youth out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're dead right, honey. Your season was probably the last season that the girls were tested flight-wise. Probably the last good like, one. Like you were sent. <laughs> it is the last season that's been watched, by the way. But um, it was the last one that the girls, I remember, were being flown to the UK, then flown back to the US for like two days and then going back to the UK. Like how did that affect your head at the time because i think like anyone that flies a lot knows it's not a cute space to be in spinning yeah i was watching orange is the new black and red lost her mind in shoe and like it kind of is like that it just Mm -hmm. like forces you to kind of grow up like i'm from a small town like Mm -hmm. people hear like la county and they think it's like this big city it's not a big city at all it's like this really weird like suburbs like like of la and it's like Everybody knows everybody. I didn't really, like, grow up with, like, you know, anybody else but other than my cousins, so I couldn't date anyone. Um, but it was just really weird. I don't know. I mean, Americans have been known to date their cousins, so... Well, again, in middle America. <laughs> Not just Americans. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, legal in, like, four oh, states. No. To me, it's true. We know someone who yeah, dated their cousin just... in Ireland. <laughs> my yeah. grandma actually married her first cousin after she broke up with my grandpa. Isn't that Ooh. crazy? Well, I was just going to say, dated is a loser. I'm sure they're fist involved <laughs> no but it forces you to kind of grow up and just like kind of take in culture and surroundings because even to this day i'm always like correcting my mom and my brothers when they say like offensive shit when they don't like realize it because mm. we're such in this bubble and as you yeah. said that it's like I, I try to like inform them of like what is not okay to say now that's what was the most shocking to me because it's like i don't know i just kind of opened my eyes to culture more and just mm. kind of like and of all the places that you've been to, like, because uh, I'm sure you've been to, like, probably everywhere, mm-hmm. where's been the worst? Where's the, where have oh, you just... Divina likes to focus on, you know, not, I thought oh, you were no, going to say the it. best. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I was going to say, I was like, like, every rose has a thorn, you know, in like, housewives and yeah. yeah. There's like, so I was going to say worst and then the best. The worst? I don't know if like, the place is the worst. I can tell you my worst the experience. Feeling, the feeling, your experience. Oh, um, hmm. It's nothing against the, the city. Yeah, because I always have fun in the city. Yeah. Even if I have like trouble with the promoters, I always go out and get drunk after the night, yeah. or like I always like meet somebody and like have sex in a bathroom at a club. But like, <laughs> I, I mean, like you try to make fun of the city. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, I would say I had a really tough time in Modesto, California, okay. just with the promoter. It was just mm. really um negative and weird and. Uh, oh, I shouldn't. No, and that's no. all. <laughs> There's one more, but I mean, like, it wasn't the place. It was you can just tell us off air. <laughs> I'll tell you off air. I just think it was like a culture shock of like, um, of of kind of the rich and the poor was just so okay. drastic. Yeah. And I was staying like by a Gucci, and then across the street, those kids like asking if you want your windshield wiped. It's like mm. they need to feed their people, dude, before yeah. they build a Gucci across the street from their houses. That's, that's like, hard. That is hard. Yeah. Have you been to Peterborough in the UK? Mm, I don't think so. Peterborough. Peterborough. Well, we went. I don't know what what show it was last year. We went last year, and I tweeted out going, "Oh, is there anything fun to do?" Because we had a day off, yeah. and the people replied and said, "I mean, we have a McDonald's." And I was like, "This city gets me." <laughs> <laughs> do you know? I bet you they don't have it anymore. <laughs> do they have a playpen in this McDonald's? <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. And where was the best? The best, um, or the most like just that sticks in your head is like that was fabulous. That was epic. It's always here in Australia, just because I have a lot of friends in both yeah. places and I always like 
end up meeting somebody that I want to fall in love with in Australia. Oh. And that's just weird. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I think he- here, I just like your guys' humor. You guys are like yeah. like New Yorkers kind of. Like a craft, good, dry humor. A little humor. bit rotted. I love it. I love yeah. a rotted whore. Yeah. Miserable cunts. Yeah, that's my core. I get it from my mama. I trust people more when they're a little yeah. bit rotted. Because yes. I'm like, at least you're being a bit real with me. Never yeah. trust a happy sap. Like, you know, someone's like, hi. Uh, no, those like, are the ones that will. Those are yeah. sociopaths. They'll Absolutely. kill their mothers and just smile about it, eating Cheerios in the morning. Um, oh wait, oh, I had one more thing to say, but I forgot about it because I haven't slept. Come on. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go back to where I suppose where you kind of met um, mm-hmm. Adore, which was on the what are they called? The cruise a big boat, ship. A big boat thing that a, goes it was the a ocean. Cruise liner. I yes. remember. What was the name of the cruise liner? It was like Alan Chuck. No, that, wasn't wasn't, that wasn't the name of the boat. <laughs> That was the promoter. Person. He was just as yeah. big as the fucking cruise ship. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, should I not say that? No, that's fine. It's, I don't think they're. Are they like in work? Are they working still? I think, I think so. they're done. Mm-hmm. I think, I think they're, they're done. done for legal reasons. We can't go into that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I believe there is an issue. No, I mean no. I mean we can talk about ours because it's fine. Like we de- we went on as little like um, co-host moments mm-hmm. to try and encourage people from Ireland to book in for it. Okay, yeah. and there was incentives involved with that, which but, was actually um, great, and it was a great experience. Really so we, I, had a, I had a ball. I had a great yeah. time. The it was my first cruise as the well. The incentives never came to life. But that's fine. We had an of absolute course. ball. Um, I won. What did I win? Um, the Grecian goddess party thing. Do you remember? Best dress. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing in mind, it was a white party. Oh my yeah. God. I showed up in my tidy whiteies. I had like boy no underwear. Yeah, I just had like little underwear, like those 70s old men underwear. Yeah. I remember that party in like a tank top. Well, there was like, there was nothing else to do. You're looking at the same cunts for like the whole week. <laughs> so there was like the white party. Then there was like the mask grade mm-hmm. ball and then yeah. there's the creative like epic show yeah. the black party, <laughs> the black party. <laughs> oh, all the boxes were ticked the funeral. All the boxes, um, yeah. do you remember the, the, the um, I can't remember what it's called again the cruise the cruise because mm-hmm. it was particularly kind of a, an eye opening experience for us we'd never been in that we've position we've never cruised in our life <laughs> never cruised <laughs> but also like the fans and the queens were all uh, on the same like mad experience was, but mm-hmm. as part of uh, loads of other parties were going on like there was like OAPs on their mm-hmm. little holiday and then all these crazy drag We met a man around. and a woman on their honeymoon. We nicknamed her um, Celine Dion because she was kind of similar looking. Nice. And her husband was this beautiful black man. Nice. And we were we kind of had met them on the first night, but I think the um, the husband had like kind of was giving me goo goo eyes for like the whole so we kept running into him and I remember when I, we were at one of those parties and she was like come on we're going to bed and he was like I'm gonna, I'm gonna stay in the club <laughs> he wanted him some yeah. honey <laughs> he wanted the honey <laughs> I remember that cruise yeah. specifically I had brought my ex now from Australia see um, no. and he ended up like cause he was a drag queen that like like quit but like he ended uh-huh. up like bringing drag and like sh- showing me up that mm-hmm. week and I was okay. like oh gosh and then um we broke up <laughs> but it was, and he's yeah. he's been uh, missing uh, ever since yeah. <laughs> is that while on the cruise you guys broke up um shortly after because we kind of broke up on the cruise as well like we had a big falling out did you the end. Yeah. yeah what is with the cruises I, I think know. it's just a swaying okay <laughs> yeah it was a shake up of the mind it was, <laughs> it was. Do, do you know it was like that movie Ghost Ship do you remember that that, I, that horror 
horror crap Ooh. movie. Do you remember I remember that one? the beginning. Somebody gets beheaded or yes. something. Fergie. It's Fergie. Fergie's in it. Oh, Fergie. Fergie's in it. She doesn't get beheaded, but she's in it, I think, as a ghost. Or maybe she is the one that, but it's a horror film. But nice. it always reminds me of that it was just like this horrific, like, death scene at the start. Nice. I just had a flashback of one of the queens scaled the outside of the boat while we were on the boat. Yeah. I'm not going to say which one. Wait, but, what do you mean scaled? Um, they were locked out of the room, so they knocked in another yeah. queen's room and then uh, climbed out the balcony. Sharon. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> It was, Sounds it, like something that bitch would do. It was, it was. And scaled along it, and then the next day me. was specifically told no drinking is allowed yes. for 24 hours. Because yeah. they did a couple of people, they banned mm. a couple of people oh, from yeah. drinking, not just the queens, I mean, like the, like everyone. Can I ask as well, because this is one thing that I did notice, because that was my first time to kind of like be around all the queens, and there was lots of like fans, the Drag yeah. Race fans obviously went on the cruise, mm-hmm. and... Like, I didn't really realise how intense some of those fans were. And especially to be, like, with them on a cruise ship, which is very claustrophobic. Mm. You see the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, they've got kind of access to you. Like, you know, there's no nowhere to run. They nowhere know to your hide. room number. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that must, have been, that must be a little bit intense. Oh, there, was, there was knickknacks. I remember they were they found out the room numbers yep. and, like, some people were knocking on doors and, like, running away. We did. Like, <laughs> <laughs> we did. We were running from we fans, remember? Yes. We were outside. I remember, like, smoking on the outside. Outside balcony, and then we were like kikiing, yeah. and then this fan kept following us. And you're like, let's like, go. We're like, like, run. We're like, run. We were <laughs> running around the whole ship screaming, going into bathrooms. Yeah. We're like Jack and Rose, you know, like when they were trying to run away from like the posh people. Yeah. I do remember you guys running off. I was trying to kiss someone at the time, so I was nice. like, they, they just can He run. was also trying to run off. <laughs> I love that. Actual tea, he did run off after I later on. So. <laughs> yeah. washed up in Cyprus. Oh my gosh. Overboard. <laughs> so, yes, yeah, so that that must have been insane, but it was it was actually great fun and great really experience. Fun. Yeah. Oh my god, it made me want to do it again because it's like you can drink anytime you mm-hmm. want, you can eat anytime you want, you can just do whatever. You don't have to leave the boat. Like I don't think we did any I of those tours. Either. We were like, we're like, good. We like we were just two two queens from Ireland. But I think if I had been in your shoes, that would have driven me nuts. That cruise, like, because it was just a little too intense for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like there was, it felt like there was nowhere to run. Mm-hmm. At sometimes yeah. the bar. Was yeah, there. the bar. The bar was yeah. there twenty four seven. I do remember a lot of people being shit faced, like yeah. constantly. Ooh, we yeah. did the package. Yeah. We did the drink all you want package, mm-hmm. and they regretted that with us. Yeah. Like they really like. I remember them looking, being like. And Ooh. all I remember as well about you know the, the nightclub um, that with the nightclub. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a few flashy lights like, on top of the ship. All I remember is that like L- I think it's LMFAO. It's like you know that song shots, 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 <laughs> shots. Yeah. Like that song was just playing, and it was the same set like every night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like it was a playlist. Yeah, it was, it's like you when you DJ and you're too lazy to DJ. Yeah. You just stick on the playlist. Absolutely, Friday night list. Come here. A lot of our podcast is about sisters, and we've spoken a lot about you know in the drag industry we all like are supposedly like best friends, mm-hmm. but we're also working and competing against each other mm-hmm. for work, and it's just this weird whole setup. So you love your sister, but then you're like someone might like fall out over work. If that yeah, makes sense. Totally. What is that like in your? pond I suppose because it's a very different pond and I'm not even talking about drag race I'm talking about like you know obviously you and Chris are very close Mm -hmm. for years Uh, all those kind of big people how has that been in your life um, I've always it's weird because like the one thing that hasn't really changed about me since I was a kid is I have like um, a few like friends that I've had since like first grade that like mm-hmm. I still talk to like John is one of them that I yeah. talk with my cousin that who I grew up across the street with it's like I have those people in my life that 
I guess I don't trust anybody. Mm. It's like, I mean, I do a lot of fucked up shit. Like, can mm. we say, you know, yeah, yeah. So whatever. I do a lot of fucked up shit. So it's like, uh, a lot of people know my secrets, so I don't oh. want to do them dirty. Yeah. So those my sisters. <laughs> no, but, uh, it's the same. But I mean, like, it, it really was hard, especially um, the time that I started doing drag because it was already starting to become saturated in West yeah. Hollywood. So yeah. it was like that gone. looks like a hard scene. Like I did that mm-hmm. show in and Mickey's mm-hmm. had a wonderful time, but I mean, it's a whole different vibe than I whatever I'd experienced before. Yeah, you know, it it changed, man. There's just something in the air now that is just kind of gone and now especially now like Mm -hmm. i mean i would say like 60 percent of the bars are closed it's like everything's just kind of like dying and like the light's gone but i mean like to to answer your question i just feel like i don't know it was just really oversaturated so it became like you would get along with these people Mm -hmm. and then like you would have to compete against them to Mm -hmm. get paid or to get a spot a weekly spot to get like a booking or something totally Mm. so um i would just be like oh hi like fuck those bitches like you know what i mean like ganja was one of them like in the beginning Mm. she would always whoop my ass like because she was beautiful like at her dancing and stuff Mm. like that but um yeah, I mean, but we became close. The, I think the kind of thing with that is, so you kind of have to separate yourself and step out of it and say, this is what I do. Mm-hmm. If you want mm-hmm. it, it's here. Yeah. So it's like, because if you focus on what everyone else is doing, mm-hmm. it, it, it's like, it's a really toxic, shitty place to mentally mm-hmm. stay. And mm-hmm. it forces you to kind of find your individuality when yeah. it's oversaturated, if anything. Absolutely. You know? And that's what ironically makes people drawn to you yeah. and makes you stand out. Yeah. So it's when you actually just stop looking at what all the shit is doing fuck yeah if you I know? looked at it, what everybody is doing I'd be like mm-hmm. oh man I'd be like jumping I'm, out of window I'm going quit I'm going <laughs> I'm like do you know how many girls that like open for me that are now like on the cover of Vogue and mm-hmm. like are like the number one Pablo Vitar like it's like these girls who mm-hmm. absolutely deserve it if I was an insecure bitch like I would not be able to handle this business do you understand right, that it's right. like I mean more power to I love Pablo like that's yeah, my baby yeah, but very it's sweet. like very sweet mm. but it's like you have to be fucking like really buff-hearted at this shit you know what yeah. i mean because it's like they can chew you up spit you out but it's like up to you to fucking freeze yourself off that goddamn concrete and go back into somebody's mouth it's right. like you can't let this chew you up because yeah. then it's easy the yeah. brazil scene's wild like i mean mm-hmm. i don't think people in europe as are as aware of how huge the like drag music scene is mm-hmm. over there huge on and mtv they seem, yeah they seem to support each other as well like i see gloria and uh, pablo you know like having each other's backs featuring on each other's songs totally. in a really really cool way but also the music's fucking great fucking amazing yeah and their their like love for each other is real it's not like put together by their labels or anything it's because it's so hard to make it out of some of those cities that it's Mm. like once you get like a little bit of that it's Mm. like they just start helping each other and that's how it should be like everywhere because Mm. like I'm telling you, man, I, the last time I went there in 2017, I did a band tour in Brazil and I turned on the TV and every time MTV was on, there was a different drag queen on the top 10 music videos. And I was, I was like, what the hell? Like they're actually celebrating drag artists on mainstream there. Can I just ask as well, though, just like sides of like in Brazil, is it not kind of like anti-gay or like, is it not tougher for them? So, so they seem to have such a huge, like drag queen as mm-hmm. you're saying all that is on MTV and stuff so mm. so is that like just a total contradiction or like what mm-hmm. is, what's the story there it's the ultimate taboo it's yeah, like it's... it's so weird because when we were there and I think this was a time that 
I had met Pablo for the first time. It was like one of my first times there. There was striking against gay marriage and like against gay rights there and stuff like that. So they were like advising us to not leave the hotel room. And we were like, wow, like we're doing this huge concert tomorrow, Mm -hmm. like in this city. And there's all these people like it just shows you like you got to be careful, man. Like you don't know what's around the corner or anything. Mm -hmm. But I think it's kind of beautiful that they're showing like the younger ones now that it's like even though all this shit's happening that it's still kind of like progressive moving totally in mainstream like it's almost forcing like the bigots to kind of like be like dude there are people too they make better music than your faves Uh like (laughs) and the world is watching like for sure like pablo uh, came over and sold out over here Mm -hmm. it's really starting to take off in like a worldwide way it feels like she's the most followed drag queen on instagram it just feels like talk about that kind of way totally it feels like it's in a different realm Mm. doesn't it it just feels like deals with nike coca-cola like it's made but it's not oh it's not over here so it's like this it's like two completely different mm-hmm. worlds mm-hmm. it's bizarre even in america we don't have nobody yeah. on tv that are is like a mainstream artist they have not yeah. signed one person that's a drag queen to a main record label art like at all that's, that's why we're the part like, that, okay, yeah. this is interesting because mm. i've said this in like in other ways because obviously me and davina aren't singers so we're, we're less <laughs> i have the evidence of you singing live okay um and uh, but we often speak about like you know um companies are dying to work mm. with these like basic random people in ireland and they never kind of it's not just ireland it's like yeah no, no but like well, that's our experience uk and, and ireland more come so to it's, us yeah. and it's almost like you feel like a lot of companies want to keep drag at this point mm. don't go past it this is all it is going to be and we're not going to take it serious and i feel that's the kind of same in like the music thing because like some of the music has been amazing like that has come out of the girls that but also as well i think that when these big brands and all this kind of stuff do approach drag queens they want a version of the drag queens so mm-hmm. true. they don't want like the actual they don't want you saying exactly what you think they're mm-hmm. like you know trying to like make you pg mm-hmm. when it's like actually they, they're trying to be cool but they don't want the full flavor mm-hmm. do you know and that's on top of being a seasonal flower when you're a drag queen yeah. because they use you for Pride. Yeah. Do you know what someone said to me last year? And I found this v- v- hilarious. It was like somebody said, like, remember last year, everyone was all about inclusion and diversity, mm-hmm. and that was the big focus. Someone actually said, yeah, um, this year is all about sustainability. What's so, that mean? So basically, like, trends basically for all these big major companies had to kind of moved on from diversity. Mm, it was yeah. not about, you know, it was now we're focusing on. Recycling. You know, recycling and you know right well i was just like that is f- fucking bullshit because it should be about diversity all the time yeah. like all not just like this and that just made me think that's what is going on in these boardrooms mm-hmm. these people are saying got it right diversity yeah like it's bullshit it's um, such bullshit i want to be nosy because um we're talking about music and obviously you were on idol yes. what was the song i presume there was loads because some of my friends have done like got talent and stuff mm-hmm. and they wanted to perform something and, and the company were like nah you're not doing it we see you doing this was there what was the song you really wanted to do on idol that just was not getting signed off i wanted okay? to do crimson and clover mm-hmm. i wanted to do i love rock and roll any type of joan jet and like anything from the 70s era that was a female that I was putting in they were literally tearing like they were like you cannot perform a female song I had just turned 18 so I was like on my own for the first time Mm -hmm. like my mom was staying with me during Hollywood week so like this was the first time I was like alone can I ask what was the process of going through that because that was like you were so young mm-hmm. what was it like and that was like what it's seventh season or something you did was it i did yeah i did the seventh season seventh yeah. season i made it on to to the top 20 top 16 okay. and then um the year prior to that i made it to hollywood week when i was like 16 wow. so it was like 
that's when like I first had my experience with a camera and I hated it. Like I was like, (laughs) I don't want this. Like this is not what I want. But when Mm -hmm. I was on stage, that's what I loved. So Mm -hmm. it was like, I just froze. I didn't like it. Um, So I was just like, I don't know. I think that was what happened. But I'm such a baby. Was it a big, um, (laughs) like the audition process, was that very intense? It was really intense, yeah. Um, They were really weird about it. A lot of them were, like, questioning my, like, gender. Even, like, when I was, like, that age. Like, it was, like, kind of, like, a topic that I never really... Wow. Yeah. And years after that, actually, I auditioned... uh, Not a lot of people know this. I auditioned for X Factor when it came to the U.S. in 2009. Yeah. Any was, way to meet Britney at all, I'm here for it. Yes, so. was that right? that was the Britney season? Wasn't yeah. No, it was, oh. well, it was the first oh, okay. one. Yeah, okay, who was okay. the first one? The first Nicole one? was on that and one. Yes. The one Cheryl got Cheryl fired was from. Cheryl fired. Be. The orange top were... and purple trousers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they replaced her with was Nicole. It? Nicole. Yeah. Okay. I um, was the only one in the crowd that was excited about Cheryl. I was like, oh my gosh! I like watch <laughs> X Factor all the time. They're like, no one knows her. Remember, she said in her autobiography, she's. She said she wrote a note to Simon and she said, fuck your orange top, fuck your purple trousers and fuck your big hair. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she was made to wear all that stuff? Yeah, they styled her up like that and she didn't want to wear it. Oh my gosh. They told her to speak properly and she like, you know, she has a big Geordie accent and she couldn't. So I just thought it was, I, I only saw a picture of it the other day and made me laugh thinking about it. But yeah, so you went for the audition for X Factor. Oh yeah, that was trippy to me because like I made it through all the rounds yeah. and then the last one before like they put you on, mm. t- I knew they were doing something weird because yeah. like they had went and like I noticed all the people that I was sitting with were from Idol and I had oh. met them before. I met like two, I did like a commercial with two of them and then like five other ones I just recognized from like yeah. auditions or like um, I sexted one and like I was just, like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I know these hoes and I was like, wait, they're sitting all the idle people together something's funny i don't know production i'm like hold on and then um yeah it was me and another guy that were the only ones out of all of them that made it through the idol group and they they literally were like are you a girl or a boy like she said that oh totally ripped me apart i sang my ass off to like purple rain like kick killed it and then she was like so what do you identify as like i'm so confused and i'm like oh my like she did you just hear what the fuck i did like i'm so confused Mm. i didn't even go back i was like this is not for me dude like i'm cool like not it like it's doggy dog in that little world isn't it and one thing that i I picked up on just like you were saying you know when you knew something was going on like because you've done a a few reality shows now that you kind of like so do you kind of know when you can tell that production are kind of planning plotting and planning something Mm -hmm. like this is coming or something mm-hmm. is going on because you know I think a lot of people don't know that that all that stuff is pre-planned well a lot of it is some of it isn't it almost ruins TV magic for you it's okay. so sad because like you can tell like even if I mm. watch The Housewives or if mm. I watch like something I'm like she didn't do that like they literally called her the back and said yeah. confront her or do this yeah. or, they do that to everything and it's like it kind of like ruins it for you especially doing it like at a young age and yeah. like loving that magic mm. um, but yeah you can always tell now and I can always tell when they're about to do some show I don't even fucking try it. Like, don't. And um, when you did Idol, was Paula Abdul on the panel? That's mm-hmm. fine. And what was what was Paula like? We she loved me. And you know what was funny? Because I would cry oh after almost God, she, like... I forgot she was a judge in mm-hmm. your season. Yeah. 
After like every um, time, like she would come backstage and like, because I would cry like after like, because they would rip me apart like a national mm. fucking television. So like, I would keep it cool and then backstage like I'd be crying and like her dressing room was kind of by ours. So she would literally kick it with me like David Archuleta and like mm. just be like, she gave me her number and everything. She was just well, like, dude. this is not it for you. Like she even told me like when I got kicked off, she's like, this is not it for you. <laughs> like, yeah, just go find yourself. Like she literally told me that, and I was like, okay, a lot of parlor. Yeah. I know I loved her. She was a little kooky. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I like Cookie though. Give Cookie. Yeah. Um, c- come here. After doing so many reality things, how does it all sit with you now? Are you don't put me on another reality show ever in my life, or are you open to like? I'm uh, open to shit that like I don't know that doesn't it, it, like try to expose me. Mm-hmm. Like I had a really weird experience with the last reality show that I did, and it was just like. It was, um, it could have got really dark, mm-hmm. like, um, because it was like the ex on the beach show. Okay. And I thought it was going to be like fun. Cause I'm like, dude, I don't have any exes, but like one in Australia, like they're not going to get him. Like he's like married now. Uh-huh. They fucking called him and they were going to plant him in the pantry. Cause I, every morning I get like peanut butter and bread and I'm like, that's like my whole meal for the day. Oh my gosh. And they were going to put him in the pantry with the peanut butter and they were going to surprise me. And after I found that out, I started looking at them weird because I told them like how that affected me, mm, like, like yeah. really dark and really bad. And they still like, and I became friends with like a lot of the producers and stuff like that. And I don't want them to hate me. Cause I still hang out with some of them, but like it made me look at them a bit weird because, uh, they don't really care. Like they, they don't, they it, need the reaction. They, they don't want the money shot. Give a fuck. They could gone. they could have gone through something like that similar mm. and feel your pain, have like total empathy for you. But like, at the end of the day, they're working for their check and they want to produce good TV. And if that's at your expense, fine. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does, they charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It, we're paying you enough you can get a therapist at the end like that's yeah. the way they think about it so it's kind of like i try to be friends with the producers and naturally but like you have to kind of like beware beware yeah. and be yeah. weary because it's like they're always producing in their head even if oh they're gonna hate me. sorry jen i love you i hang out with her all the time she okay. lives right by me she's one of my really good friends now uh-huh. but i always find it with every show that i do when i become friends with the producers they're producer hat is always yeah. going mm-hmm. and it's their story that that's in there and then they'll figure it out like you can the tell narrative. them but they yeah. have their narrative uh-huh. already and uh-huh. it's like i don't love that yeah actually here's a good question if you were to do another reality show wh- and you could take your pick mm-hmm. like of, of across the board across the world what would you, what would you pick what would you like to do a reality show yeah if you could do even with like a reality competition or whatever anything mm. like a master chef or a, like what like what would you like to do i would like to hmm, probably like do some shit like simple life like i would yeah, love to do like like a fly on the wall vibe sure but like i would like to be culture shocked i would like to go mm. to middle america talk to like bullied kids go to school mm. with them confront their bullies like do stuff like that yeah. 
or my own show that I can have some type of like control over what I look like because like, what was that um that Britney one we talked about last week chaotic, chaotic. <laughs> oh when the last spark was in her eye oh man I love her <laughs> everybody loves Britney yes uh, or a little judge spot on like uh, Australian drag race maybe that could be cute that, I saw you tweet about that recently my dream is to be a judge on like a voice in some country okay, or like yeah, X yeah. Factor uh-huh. I just love that whole chair turning thing you know what I do at home I get the chair I just want to turn in chairs <laughs> no all day. joke I will be home like smoking the most weed in the world and like it's legal in California uh, <laughs> and then I'll like put on my phone like like the the best chair turns on the voice and I'll see if I turn or not and I like I like play them and I'm like, let me see. And I'll like hit nothing. I'll be like, yes, bitch, work. Like, that's my dream because I want to coach people that like, everybody's an asshole just sing well and you'll yeah. be fine <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, this, yeah. this reminds me I remember we did uh, it was a charity show for Pride and it was called The Voice of Pride right? yeah. and we had like there was me and a couple of queens and like some other people there was like five of us thing on those panels we had these office chairs you know those spinny ones <laughs> somebody had spray painted you know safety goggles yes. so you couldn't see through and they were on like a masquerade stick tattoo so we all had them <laughs> held up to our eyes and the person would sing and then we would turn in the office chair <laughs> That's everything. And uh, one one queen didn't turn for this contestant, and things got really nasty. He was like, "You, what the fuck do you know?" Like, literally kicked off. And then, of course, like in the voice or whatever, when you never see the judges again, yeah. you see this bitch in the smoking area. There was like, <laughs> I, was I all cannot, kicking off. <laughs> I cannot, oh, kicking off. Oh I'm still God. waiting for a big star from the voice. To be honest, like, we haven't had anyone over here like who kind of did well. I know, no, no one at all. Trying to think, it's always the ones that don't win. Like yeah. Melanie Martinez became huge, but she didn't win. Yeah, it's like winning is not winning anymore. No, Jennifer yeah. Hudson, come on, she's like seventh it's, place. Uh-huh. I, th- I think people go into it now with that attitude to like showcase themselves, mm-hmm. and then it w- like things will just come to you. If yeah. it's meant to happen, yeah. it will happen. I think. Yeah. Here you were on. Um, you did something with the View, and also because oh, I'm a nosy nose, um, it said that, and I haven't seen it. Something on Ellen was it as part of the Idol thing? Yeah, well, after I got kicked off, I, I did Alan, okay. and then we I performed on there, and then um, how was that? It was good. Yeah, it was really good. Um, she was very lovely. She came back and talked to me, and was like, uh, they all say the same thing, like that, like they know because like my little queer ass yeah. is getting kicked off because I'm a little queer ass. So she's like, you know, like mm-hmm. why that happened? Like she's like, literally was like, the world is not ready, and they did a really big mistake. She's like, you're young, don't let this get into. Like Love she was yeah. such a pep talk, and I was like, I was shocked because I was like, I was even asking my cousin, what did you say? Because I was like, oh my god, and then um. Oh yeah. Oh, never mind. <laughs> there was some other shit. Some other guests came back and like talked to us. Like I talked to um, Wanda Sykes. Uh, I got to meet her. Yeah. She was on there the same day. Stop. And there was just a really lovely environment. That's why I was like so shocked. What's going okay, on? I love that though because <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes we only get to hear the shitty stories, yeah. and you know, everyone's a dickhead. I truly believe. Oh yeah, everyone's a dickhead. Totally. So um, I like to hear that. And what about the view then? Because some people were really weird about what? the whole view thing. What happened on the them. view? What did you do on the view? On the view, I believe was it the, the s- birthday cake thing, wasn't it? I didn't do that. Oh, you didn't do that. Sorry, that, you didn't do that. I did the the um. I think it was the it the pride 60, thing. Was it the sixty eighth and uh, uh, anniversary? 
history of Stonewall um, oh. and the, the gay liberation movement. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we went on to talk about that. And we were invited by Meghan McCain, which okay. is really controversial. Yeah, and she's Republican, isn't she? She's very Republican. Yeah, very. Um, John McCain's daughter. Yes. Um, war hero. War hero. <laughs> um, but this is the thing, though. It's like we got a lot of stuff for that, like online. Like it was Monet, Nina West, and, yeah. and myself. Yeah. And um, we jumped at the opportunity. I mean, I wanted to always be like on the panel of the view. Like that's oh my, my God. favorite yeah. show. So, like, yeah. So I'm like, and I don't, I don't actually dislike Megan. Uh-huh. Like I love having that voice to mm-hmm. to speak to the conservative side. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always like saying like I want to hear the opposing side. I want to hear the middle, and I want to hear like my truth. And then we'll yeah. figure it all out together, and we'll grow flowers. And the only again. way that happens is if everyone's in the same room, totally. and then and it leads to other conversations too. Totally. But I see that like we see the view or a bit of Wendy, and like that's goals. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah. <laughs> how do you do? Gosh, I don't know how I would do. I think. Oh gosh, Wendy. You wouldn't, you wouldn't stand a chance. No one stands a chance on Wendy. Wendy just she just goes for the jugular. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with her. I know. I've seen it lately. You're the Yeah, and she's like, she, it's really where she's slow down when she's talking. What is you going on? And she takes big pauses, mm-hmm. and then she always goes. <laughs> like what's all this about this weird like clop in the mouth and she's always talking about food and you know, I love reading the comments on YouTube of the mm-hmm. it's like god damn Wendy nobody gives a shit what you had for dinner like, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about hot topics like that's literally, literally. The, the consensus yeah. it's just she's trying to fill in a lot of the time and it's obvious now See, I think she plays to her audience and mm. when they're not there she's got the staffers mm-hmm. as she calls them staffers who she's probably not the easiest to be around and they're all like woo yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're um, truly her, her co-hosts though. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kavir, You mentioned that you're writing music And I know mm-hmm. everyone knows that And obviously we've just heard that Mariah Carey Wrote and, and uh, sung a whole album That she never released from her book yes. Which fascinates me what, what type of music was it again? Uh, it's like 90s kind of like Alanis Morissette kind of rock Yes so, Mariah recorded so an album she, like Alanis And she, just for fun When she was doing Daydream She basically like Just for, for fun she would kind of be like I'm not feeling so well today and she'd be like put on this other kind of persona <laughs> voice so while she was making that epic record she had made this side record they gave it a name I, I can't remember the name of the band but she had like um, artwork done Ooh. so it's a proper album that does exist does so she's, she's going to try and dig it out it's yeah. like she needs to release yeah. that like yesterday yeah. I need to hear that so fun I so love fun. hearing about that process though mm. but what's your process been like especially being in lockdown like how is that even working um I think it like it's always like writing for me is like a like a cape like over all the problems that I have I stopped I tried to like stray away from drinking for a little bit just because like especially like the fourth third to fourth month into lockdown it was getting really bad like uh-huh. after the third time my neighbors called the cops on me I was like maybe you should probably chill for a second uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I think that hit loads of us though yeah. I mean actually not so much you but I went there for a while I was like I'm so bored I live mm-hmm. on my own which was always a luxury up until lockdown and totally. I was like I miss people um, so I went there with the booze too so I hear you it helped me though man I was just like writing yeah. about it even if it was like a flaw I was like, whatever, we'll put this on Lotus. Let's see if like <laughs> But I mean like I I I've just been writing because uh, I wrote um from the beginning of lockdown I wrote like about thirteen like pop songs and okay. it was like really like poppy and then um Chromatica came out uh-huh. and then I was like, No. 
is let's do something different because I uh, which I love. I uh-huh. love. Let's not hold on, little monster. Yeah. I love chromatica, <laughs> but I'm saying I'm shaking here. Oh no, no, no! I was noticing a pattern with music. Yeah. Lady Gaga broke it a little bit. Yeah. I noticed the weekend started it, and then um, don't kill me, but Dua Lipa was starting to do the mm. '80s kind of like retro yeah. sound. Miley's doing it now, yeah, um, which I love. But like, I wanted to go further. Like, okay. I haven't released like a record that's like a '70s hazy kind of sound yet, uh-huh. and a lot of the stuff that I've been writing is like very like late 60s early 70s kind of like um like just like psychedelic mm-hmm. um euphoric kind of like daydreams yeah so I've just been writing a lot about shit like that mm-hmm. and just kind of like losing myself and because <laughs> you have a tone in your voice that I don't think your first two albums uh kind of had as much in the third album and I was like wow I didn't know she could sing like that when your mm-hmm. third album came out and like there's some songs that really go there mm-hmm. with with that and um, where you you want to like depart and go in a different route again um, it's it's not too different from like my third. It's like it's a, it's like all live instruments. It's the same band that's like helping me out, but we're just kind of like doing a different direction and a different vibe. Yeah. Um. It's very similar to my song "Pretty Boys Cry," like that uh-huh. slow song. So a lot of it's kind of like that whole like hazy seventies like oh I'll die in the middle of the street for you like you yeah. know what I mean it's like I can see the visuals already and I'm yeah. here oh, for them girl. like I'm eating the visuals I'm telling you like sometimes I even come up with like the music videos mm-hmm. before I finish the lyrics I'm like oh hold up this is it like Paint this may- the picture I'm like yeah right <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh I even know what the single's gonna look like, like <laughs> all no. the important shit like that's how I gotta wear a honey <laughs> <laughs> a honey and a half <laughs> I can't wait no actually of all the songs and all the like all the music you've made what if you had to pick one song that is like your top your, like your own personal favourite for you that you've done what would it be? Even give me two. Okay. <laughs> um, Probably I Adore You just because I wrote that about That's my favourite one that you do I love that yeah. song. Have you ever listened to that going through a breakup? Oh. No. Oh my god. It stings in ways that you didn't even realize it could sting. Like last year, we were on a bus for, like, I can't remember whose tour it was, and I just couldn't sleep because I was, like, recently uh, ditched. And I listened to that song and I was like, oh, this really kicked me. This Mm. kicked me right in the stomach. Like, Mm. was that where you were at when you wrote that? Oh, totally, man. Mm. Like, I mean. That was written about somebody named Colton who I was like totally like infatuated with. And then I got the call for Drag Race and then um, I forgot about him. I was just like, what? <laughs> a lot of shit was happening, man. My kind of girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I would still see him at the job that I had on Fridays um, in Orange County, but it wasn't the same. And he was noticing like the shift in the fame and like, oh, like it, it was rumored that I was like in the top three. So everybody was like kind of like kissing my ass at yeah. that time so it was different and he he didn't really love it mm. i didn't really love it for like what it did to us so it was mm. like i just kind of like was like dude i don't have time for it but yeah. i'll write a song about you yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's what are your favorite the girls in dublin love it i'm fabulous i would <laughs> say pre- that in pretty boys cry just okay. because that i wrote in seattle and it was when like i was doing like a self-discovery with my gender and i was noticing the guys treating me different mm. in bed and I was like, uh, wait, like this was just really weird and this guy that I was talking to 
was just like and he he kind of sparked it like i couldn't even tell you his name wow. he had curly hair and a big butt but i was like <laughs> uh, he was just treating me weird when okay. i would see him out in public and i was like oh because your friends think i look like a weirdo okay <laughs> it was really weird but i was like yeah, i'm gonna write a song about you and forget your name bitch <laughs> that is like the best thing you can ever do totally. is stop thinking about why you want to be with someone and just be with them do you know that kind of way and not what other people are thinking totally. it's just such a waste of time and um, but you, you've also basically said you have your own Mariah Carey shelved album which is kind of fierce no? Uh, yeah I have a lot <laughs> no I have a lot of songs man like my sister's like calm down like I'll go to her studio and just like re- keep recording like songs and some of them are shit but some of them are actually like really pretty and I'm just like it just doesn't go with the vibe that I'm feeling but you have to get it out like yeah. whatever anybody's like um, purposes in life like you like some people play basketball and they have to go on the court and get it the fuck out like sometimes I just have to get it sounds so Lady Gaga but it's in my soul like I have to get it out in the studio or that's art I have to expressing yourself like whether it's true like music or Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. I wonder whether Lady Gaga that chromatic album is the type of music she really wants to be making do you know that kind of way Mm. because when you look at the last two previous albums they were like very different and I felt like she was really feeling herself with Joanne and I loved Joanne Mm -hmm. Um, yeah I loved all of her style of music I did too I'm like I think when you deliver something as big as like the bad romance kind of era and stuff like that like you know like especially the gays and stuff like get so focused on this they want that I want this I want this but it's like that's just it's one dimensional yeah. it's like it's nice to be able to see somebody play a guitar and, yep. and still right. keep your attention and then Madonna to, American Life yeah. like my favourite my favourite album my favorite. Oh my God, do you know what I mean that whole vibe yeah like, the whole vibe yeah. oh it's my favourite like, do, do you know which is your favourite song because I think mine is Mother and Father where she just really lets it out like I'm more of a um, what's the one process. with you know that one what, wait, wait, what's the one with Candy Perfume Girl uh, Love Perfusion no, no, no. The, is that oh sorry the album the, is that Hard Candy no. no. Which one? This one, Ray of Light. Ray of um, Light. Yeah, that okay. is my album. Okay. I don't oh, like yes. that album. <laughs> yeah. No. That was uh, that was a turning point. That's when I kind of started to get back into Madonna properly, uh-huh. the Ray of Light, like that era. Yeah. And I've loved all of albums. I don't like Madame X. I gotta say, I'm not feeling. I still jived with it, but I'm not upset. No. Like I still I, play it. I loved Rebel Heart and I loved MDMA yes. and I yep. love Maluma. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. That man that is song so is crazy. Gorgeous. It's just all a little. Morning. Yeah. Um, let's get into Housewives because because oh <laughs> we're, we're all huge Housewives fans. Mm-hmm. Like, um, Adore had not watched Australia, um, the Melbourne franchise before. And Sydney, did you did you have? A look I Sydney? have not seen oh. Athena X yet, but I um, will get into this. Yeah. So we um, we we were talking about this last week when we were uh, prepping for this interview. And Housewives had come up, and we realized how like Housewives obsessed Adore is. So we were like, mm-hmm. we have yeah. to talk about Housewives. Yeah. You you kind of said about reality TV because you know how it works. Um, sometimes you're like, oh. I know what's kind of happening here and it kind of sucks the fun out of it I sometimes look at it and go I don't care I'm like if you're just trying to make a great episode I'm here for it as long as the girls are on it do you mm. know what I mean I'm bored with it mm. I got you which like sometimes they're definitely sometimes not. someone is always the fall guy really isn't there yeah. somebody is always the person like well, that's not Beverly in Hills. Mm. yeah god but that was, that was I think that was a little nasty I think that was just first one it was of the desperate I thought worst seasons of like the whole franchise in my opinion I was bored I didn't know what they were doing like who the fuck cares if Randy had sex with Denise Richards first of all like the whole like 
scheme of like it made me sick like i remember Mm -hmm. watching it and seeing erica go along with that as well and not a lot of people speak about this and i'm probably gonna get in trouble by all her fans and i really don't care Mm -hmm. i think as somebody that profits on the gay community so much i agree to harp on a bisexual scandal about your castmate pissed me the fuck off okay never thought of that i i took it there because i was like look sis like you sis all this, yeah. that, that, clock, 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 whatever. You should know well enough in your fucking Louboutin Hills mm-hmm. to not go there. Mm-hmm. And she brought her kids into it. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't Erica. It was just Erica. It no. was all of them. But I really liked Erica a lot. And it just mm-hmm. made me feel icky watching that. I, I think, think a lot of people felt yeah. the same. Because if... Dark. Yeah. It just didn't feel right. It felt very like gay shame. Mm-hmm. You know? And Weird. Just, yeah. And there was just that tone of... Like, I'll never forget that scene. You know when Kyle... They, she was like, you... you you yeah. went off with who? You yeah. remember when that scene in the room? really went there, didn't you? With that tone of like, no, she's not like, ooh, like, yeah, she's not was, yeah that's exactly. Even making her faces, yeah. just like, like it's gross, and that's what like, that's something that my mother doesn't even get because she's not a gay man or uh-huh. a lesbian woman or anybody in the alphabet. So it's like when she's watching that and just kikiing about it, I'm over here fuming, and she doesn't understand why. Yeah. And I'm like, why are you smacking your lips and making faces that she slept with another woman? First mm. of all, mm. second of all, why are you trying to? tarnish her marriage in front of her teenage daughters and her preteen daughter it's like weird to me like yeah. Yeah. that type of shit is Beverly Hills though that's why I'm like you, she 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 ugh, I can't <laughs> fuck with that well, I was listening to Juicy Scoop podcast and there was this guy on who used to be like an assistant for like some show in New York and Erica was on and apparently she oh, was yeah. dog rude mm. to him and she so was I like, feel like there's a little more to her than maybe meets yeah. the eye and to the point shame. where she was just like she went out of her way to yeah. cause oh, trouble no. yeah, yeah she tried to get him good. sacked as well, I think, allegedly. But um, also, on top of that, the whole (laughs) franchises, all of them, just to come back to that point, they always have these storylines of the girls are going to kiss the girls and like, oh my god, we're kissing each other. But then at the same time, shaming in that way Mm. is so the complete opposite of that. It just felt weird. It didn't feel like the same show. The girls were weird. I thought Lisa Renna was weird, who I loved. And I was just like, the way she like looked at Denise and was like... Ooh, you're mad. It was just like it was just this weird evil. I like, screamed. And I was that. just like, "What is going on?" Twenty something. That is not a friend. That is no. a Beverly Hills friend. And keep mm. her the fuck away from yeah. you. Like honestly, just mm. just off. <laughs> Literally six feet the fuck away before the <laughs> pandemic, bitch. Get over there in their corner. Like that's scary. Of all the franchises, because we know that you watch all of the franchises, mm-hmm. and now Melbourne is added to the collection. Oh my! God. Have you been loving Melbourne? I love Melbourne. I literally we gave her, we gave her homework. I I am obsessed. Well, yeah. I, okay, first season because I'm only on the second season. Yeah. And I'm almost. But the first it. season is like explosive, like Andrea. Yeah. Oh, I liked her. Is that weird? What? Is that I always liked yes, the weird, like weird. dumb ones. I know. <laughs> I hated her in the beginning, but it's like I started to like her after, like towards the end, especially when she stood her ground with Gina, and she was just like, like not like. Yeah, she and she was like, watch. actually, I'm gonna get a and like. Just kind of make Gina get kind of like. Gina is so. <laughs> what an icon. Gina is like the queen of Melbourne, isn't she? Oh, like, let's she's it. everything. Like yeah. she's everything you aspire to be. You personally, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Was Andre the one? She said, "You're an insignificant ass here." Was that the yes. one? Yes. 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 She said, "You're not even a cunt. Yeah. You're an insignificant ass here." Yeah. On my. <laughs> she's going. Yeah, it has a card. It's gonna fall all down. 
Iconic. Iconic. So you're gonna say with Melbourne, you're gonna keep oh, going. Oh hell with it. yeah! It gets better as well. Yeah. It's so weird because like the girls do like um a different shift during the second season. Well, at least like was it Jackie the mm. the psychic? Shine, shine, shine. Yes, yes, name? yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I loved her in the first season. I liked her in the second season, but I think she's trying to do the catchphrases now, and I'm like, yeah. just be yourself, love. We love that Bogan vibe. Like, I swear I date Bogans. Like, uh-huh. I'm obsessed with that whole, like, dirty, gritty thing with all the, like, girls wearing their pageant dresses at dinner. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> but it's like, I don't know. It's a bit different. It feels definitely like, because I've watched all season. They're, they're apparently filming season five in yeah. January. They're yes. coming back. Uh-huh. But apparently, uh, like, they play so much dirtier. Like, they go yeah. right, no. like, lower. And they, they're allowed to swear and stuff on that one. So it oh, just wow. feels a bit more like they're, dirty. they're bitchy. Right. Like, absolutely. Like, what do you guys feel about Janet? Kylie's grandmother. Kylie's grandmother. Kylie's grandmother. I like her, but as it gets further on, she goes weird enjoy. in yeah, season she's... four. Like, doesn't she? Is what season I d- four? To be honest, I'm. I'm just gonna say this. I think she's a woman of a certain age. Mm-hmm. I think she's trying everything to keep that skin up as tight as oh, she can. Yes. Like she's only short of like metal clips behind her ears. <laughs> like, let's yeah. face it. And I think she's struggling with things and moving on. And she's not that sexy woman. So I, th- yeah. I think she's struggling. I think personally. So I think that's the reason why I'm making excuses for her. Look, I'm like, that's why. <laughs> She's struggling and we're all witnessing it. <laughs> she gets caught up in her bullshit eventually. She though. does. She's, uh, I she already does. feel it like she yeah. is because it's like, she's like a weird, in- she, I, everybody knows a bitch like that in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, she's kind of there for you, but bitch, she will talk about you in the oh. bathroom. <laughs> that's Janet. Oh, kind of here for it. That's us. <laughs> have they shown? Didn't they have in season one where she, where Gina was caught in the bathroom calling her a cunt. Yes. <laughs> yes. She called Andrea cunt. Yes. Oh. And she's like, Lydia. And she just so said, good. she's like, I didn't say that. I, I don't know what the paper, I don't recall. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Lawyer speak. Well, and I love how she always says, well, if, if you felt, if you felt I'm that, like, if you felt, I'm sorry, upset. if you felt that, it's not like she's apologizing. <laughs> I housewife's love it. apology. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry if you felt like I hurt your feeling. Like, bitch, what? Uh-huh. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> and, but I am apologizing. You're like, no, no, you're shifting the right. um, What is your favorite franchise, though, of mm. all of them? Mm. Oh, no, I don't know. Let me see. That's actually, like, if I had my, to I, I know. Okay, my, right. Have a, have a pick of your favorite. Mine like, is definitely New York. Me like, too. Oh, it always yeah. has my back. Me too. It always <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like it's relatable. The girls fall over drunk. Yeah, you know they're trying to make they're trying to make coin and look like they're yeah. doing really well, but a lot of them are just really scraping <laughs> and by. The events and stuff they um, go to are events I'd I'd like to go to. They're friends. Mm. They actually do hang out. Some yeah. of them franchi- franchises you're like mm, no, and then Leah came in this season and just made it the best TV oh ever. Yeah. And there was only what four or five of them. It was a very small yeah. cast. But yeah. that's because Tinsley left. Yeah, I was, I was fine with her and what her lashes scooping um, off. What is your favorite? I love them all, but... If you had to just watch one... Oh, God. Like, and repeats. <laughs> I love the girls on Potomac. Like, there's, yes. there wasn't one that I hated, like, yeah. until this season. I don't hate her, but... Uh, like, it's like, um, I love their drama just because it seems genuine and, like, they've Definitely. known each other for a while. Right. Because it's such a small, like... We're loving Potomac as well. Oh, it's God. It's so good. It's possibly the best season of any franchise it's I've ever crazy. People right? need to get into it because I don't think a lot of people, especially over here, yeah. are kind of familiar, but they need to right. get in. If you love yeah. Housewives, 
Potomac is where, it's where it is it's at. at. It's real. This is like yeah. the last franchise, guys, that's like, <laughs> that's not overly produced for drama. Right. I feel like everybody has tax evasion. Everybody is fighting. Everybody pulls hair. Everybody relatable, has relatable, relatable, relatable. 12 yeah. years and plus of knowing each other. Like, yes, give me her baby daddy is yeah. not her real baby daddy. Like, I want this. Like, tell me everything. And yeah. actually, if you had to pick, uh, like, of all the franchises, just like, who would be your favorite housewife? Like just or you just like think of one housewife that will be your favorite trout trout them all. So oh, not that's fair. really hard. I, it's I hard, think, isn't it? I think if I'm going to stick with New York, mine would be Luann. Oh, I like her. The girls, uh, the girls asked me a, co- um, a couple of years ago. They were like, "Who is your favorite housewife?" Just like curiosity, and I was like, "That's a really hard." I, I mulled over for like an hour. I was like, mm. "I think I like, I think I like um, Kenya Moore, and I, I really like, right. I like Luann. I like Countess Luann. Mm. I really like and Lisa Vanderpump." But I, I decided on Countess Luann. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they got me a cameo for my birthday <laughs> from Luann, and I swear to God, <laughs> when it like, no, she's she's like. She's <laughs> You didn't say that loud enough, but <laughs> the tone was, did she? I think say? she did. <laughs> I, th- I think she did. I'll show it to you. We have but to dig that out. She, uh, she goes, don't, uh, she goes, it says, oh, and she called me Davine Davines. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, happy birthday, Davine Davines. And she's of like, course. don't fall into any bushes. <laughs> Keep it lit. Don't fall into any bushes. And I love that. Like, yeah, it was actually like gas. Well worth it. I nearly died. Oh I got one this year from Brandy. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so dirty. And she didn't clean the she didn't, she didn't clean the camera on her no, phone. It's filthy. So the it's like this filthy. foundation like filter. Yeah. I'll show you later. Maybe it was on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> what who do you think might be your favorite so? Yeah. I uh Monique. Okay, good. That's I a good Monique. one. I liked Monique when she started because Giselle's trying everything in her power to get her kicked off the mm, show. Uh-huh. And as soon as she grabbed Candace by the hair, you can see Ding, ding. Yeah. Giselle get wet. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. like she's like, this is it. She's finally gone, and I can be the one that has everything she has, which she'll never have. But it's like yeah. that's um, the type of bitch. And she's also a Libra and uh-huh. keeps everything in, and then explodes and kills a bitch. Like <laughs> that's I can relate to that. Like I'm sweet and I'm put together, but I'm really like a Tasmanian devil. If you uh-huh. fuck with my kids, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought that I thought it came up this in this episode in particular. Like I thought I loved her more. So in yeah. this, I felt really bad for her, I and I you. also I love Giselle, but I. I feel like there's such an agenda going on there. Yeah, Giselle. Mm. And she's very draggy in this episode. Wasn't the hairbands. The hairbands need to go. Is this like a hard I don't front? want to see any more hairbands. Is there a hard front wig? Did I. Did, is, what? I've seen a couple there in is. her confessionals. You know what? Uh, I love. We were talking about this last week. Is, is You know, like um, a center part wig tilted to the side. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you forced that part, bitch. <laughs> oh, we need a bottle of Ladam. Yeah. Speaking of center parted wigs. <laughs> I house, need that. Housewife merchandise. Have you bought any housewife merchandise? I have not, but I am getting La Dame perfume. Oh, I have that's yes. to. I have what do you to. think it smells like? Be honest. Um, Probably like old Juicy Couture mixed with Chanel number no. five. Okay. I was thinking more toilet fragrance. You know, <laughs> that kind of way. Like, well, you know, I love a fragrance. Poopery. So I did I did Google where La Dame is sold mm-hmm. and blah, blah, and the okay. reviews. Because it was supposed to be She was like, I'm going, yeah, so apparently it's all like, like it's. Uh, like an old lady fragrance but for like Mm. the modern age so I think it's very floral Mm. Um, just very kind of like potpourri vibe so <laughs> that's the the general the reviews yeah, yeah. The reviews are you in. could go for a big hefty yeah. shit spread <laughs> and no one would even know I have got as I was telling you like before the, I have three Gina perfumes from oh, Melbourne you lucky yeah, which, asshole what else I think I have a couple oh I have a couple of the Countess's books I have class with the Countess. Did you read them? No, I didn't. It was, okay. actually, it was actually a gift. They're just a cute moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? Good for the bookshelf. Yeah. <laughs> I 
I think no, I, I, I think there is, is other it? stuff I can't remember I want that dress from um, Dallas you know the like 200 different ways you can wear a dress <gasps> that never re- didn't I that, want that the Leanne Locken so hideous Leanne, yeah. Leanne she's Locken she's kicked off Leanne, yeah. yeah for saying that fucking Mexican comment my mom and I were literally biting our teeth like <laughs> well she kept saying it I know yeah. come on get back Mark. I was like oh my god <laughs> she meant that shit oh she meant, she it. meant it and you know what she says when those cameras are off oh, everybody in that yeah. room does uh-huh. that's why my mom and I are like oh no I'm, she's comfortable saying this in front of seven cameras yeah. honey do you know what she's and probably saying one question that just burned me throughout the whole season was what happened to the fiance's eye why was he wearing oh, an know. eye patch what yeah. was going on there they just never like she just in it it's she like weirdly did. sexy though like an old man <laughs> that kind of has biceps and a missing eye it's like that it's like that buff alley cat that you want to just nurse like <laughs> so we're face masks at the moment like everyone's walking down the yeah. street with a face mask and I'm like oh he's so hot right? like, we have no idea what he looks like underneath L- that literally like everybody's hot with a face and that's why I had a crush on every character on Mortal Kombat I'm like get over here like, I'm like everybody on the street like start finish him finish him like, finish no him no problem <laughs> I was going to a gig last week and I was like I there's builders all outside my house and I was just like I can't deal with going outside with like they'll just basically see me just like the, the whole building site would stop yeah. so I had like a big you know puffer jacket on with like fur around the hood yeah. like sunglasses on and a mask Mariah. I couldn't see one inch of skin <laughs> and then when I was carrying my gun I just realised all they could see was my red nails <laughs> a woman of the day it was gross I looked like Kenny from South Park you know like, but like nothing I like I ankles that. and red nails it was gross I love that I, every funny. time I go like because they just built like a weed shop next door to my apartment and like I go in the mornings because they open at 8 and like I'll literally have like a hoodie and like the same vibe yeah. and I'm like it looks like I'm literally about to rob, rob the bank <laughs> next door. Like, I'm like, yeah. Like, like, <laughs> that is the killer. That's the killer. <laughs> came all the way from the mountains. <laughs> well, we're all better off because Salt Lake yes. City is coming out very soon. Oh, so yeah. I'm ready for that oh, religion hotbed of madness. But that's the thing. Like, I'm not really familiar with the, the kind of the Mormon vibe. But like, mm-hmm. it's not that big over here. I don't really know much about it. It's probably for the better. Yeah. <laughs> but then yeah. how is that? Is, is that? is that whole thing not a big contradiction? Like with the Mormons and the housewives like it's like literally like a a collision of worlds no I just don't understand Mormon oh I shouldn't say that I don't know enough about religions to I I know about that religion I don't like the way that that religion portrays people of color especially if you Uh read into that it's very controversial in the way that people go on to the afterlife depending on this color of their skin and that is very weird to me especially having a woman of color on that franchise is going to be very interesting because Uh I think she's Christian now or something are they all Mormons? no there's okay. a, like a, like it's all. I think mm-hmm. that is the key of how mm-hmm. they're going to string it together. But I think do they not just do they religions? not kind of just throw that in? I think as a salacious thing anyway. Probably mm-hmm. you know like because the, they do that in a lot of the franchises. Like oh sh- you know, well Potomac was about charity work in yeah. season one, and mm-hmm. now they're all kicking the head exactly, off each other. You know? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So uh, I do feel a little bit kind of like that's just going to be a loose. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. just to make religion and cocktails and sex. Oh hell I'm yeah. in. <laughs> <laughs> like, as soon as I heard on the commercial that one of the ladies married her grandpa and had a teenage yeah. son I was like I am DVRing this <laughs> I need to know what this does this kid have a crooked tail like I need to know if this kid has four legs like I want to know <laughs> cancel all your dick yeah. appointments <laughs> literally um, 
that was so much fun because yeah. we do love talking about uh, housewives. Mm-hmm. I want to know two things before you go. Um, firstly, is what's the question you never want to answer again? Mm. The question I never yeah. want to answer. Don't want to answer. Obviously, not one that we've just asked you today because that would be rude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm trying to think. Um, probably. Hmm. Oh my god, that's a good question. Okay. <laughs> um, take your time. I'm trying to think because I'm pretty much an open book. I feel like. Anything about my dad, just because, like, they get really weird with that, and then, like, the little girls run with it, and it's right. like, mm. We never speak about that side no, but like, we're like, like I don't mind. Pers- but yeah. that's personal. I'm yeah. telling you, man, I'm an open book, but yeah. sometimes they like to, like... I don't see why people would need to know that kind of information. Mm. Yeah. Or no. cater to the young kids that want to, like, I, I don't like, need to be pacified. No. <laughs> I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. And I, we had uh, Courtney and we had Bianca do this podcast as well. Yeah. Okay. So I'd like to know who's your favorite. Oh. <laughs> who's my favorite? If you had to pick one Out of all of them? No, out of Bianca or Courtney Oh, you have to add Darian in there Oh, Darian, okay Darian's a good one too Let me see If you had to be stuck on an island with one of them Oh, if I had to be stuck That's uh, Bianca Just so she can make a boat Like out of fucking banana leaves (laughs) (laughs) And spit Make Darian do a podcast She's a wise witch Everything She needs to speak Because I want to hear that Mm. And just comes up with the most brilliant Fucking Google.com jokes in the world Like in her brain like we She's were fucking funny. I feel like we have to get Darian on now that yeah. we've had a door. Bianca and Courtney feel like yeah. it's only right. Uh, can I speak on on Darian? Because like this is a like we spoke about reality TV mm-hmm. and like how things are kind of like you know not always as they seem. Totally. I'd never met Darian until the ABCD tour, mm-hmm. which was by the way so much fun because all you girls were just so happy to be together. Oh, yeah. and enjoy each other's company. But Darian, that was my first experience of her. That queen is one insanely talented mm. to nothing like what she was on that nothing. show I was like who's this person we uh, were like who's this person when it aired <laughs> okay right I didn't know us. that she's just so warm and just a great vibe to be around totally she's very cuddly warm she listens like she's literally like they're they're like my three brothers uh-huh. like literally like I don't fuck with hardly anybody and they're like always there when I'm like crying always there when I'm like happy when we're celebrating we're always there for each other uh-huh. like um yeah, Darian's a good egg. She did yeah. say this one joke that fucking almost drowned me in Bianca's pool. <laughs> I was swimming and she was talking to Courtney on FaceTime. Like, we're like making fun of her, like, haha, we're over here, bitch, haha. And she said some shit. She was like, oh, I was like, you look good, bitch. Cause she's like losing a lot of weight. And she's like, she does look good. I've seen. She's not going on about it though. She's no. just doing it for her. You can feel that. I love that. Totally. But she's like, yeah, I tell the guys when they're sick of the roll. Would she say, no, when you're sick of my hole, just put it in my roll. <laughs> <laughs> I said, bitch, say it again. I'm going to record this on my voice notes. (laughs) It was everything. Like, she just comes up with these fucking one-liners. She's so fucking funny. She's quick. And that's what I love about, like, old queen. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's what I love about her and Bianca because they have that, like, whole banter with each other and they just rip. They're rotted. She's great in a roast. Like, absolutely great in a roast. So good. Um, And the other one that I wanted to know was what queen who the world just aren't aware of, like, in a national, in an international way, Mm. do you think someone needs to become obsessed about? Like, what Mm. drag queen? 
It can be anyone. I think y'all. Aww. I mean, I don't mean to be a fag, but I do. Uh, I can't help what my genes say. But no, I just think that you guys, I always like, I hate people. Like, I really do. And you guys, like, so do I. when you guys picked me up the other day, it's uh-huh. like, it was just constant laughing, constant just being Cute. rotted trolls, which I love. That's like my vibe. That's why I get along with those three whores. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you just have that easygoing vibe. So I always cool. say, I always say that I need you on Drag Race. I said, like a couple years ago uh-huh. like but like uh-huh. i just love you guys together yeah. mm-hmm. and you guys separate i just love Aww. you guys honestly That's cute. um and you have some great homegirls though as well mm-hmm. like that like think, huh? when, when dragcom was gonna happen and the lineup that you had put together for your <gasps> show that looked like it was gonna be the most epic show and obviously then corona happened and then that show couldn't go on but it's like awful. those girls look so talented i'm really bad with names but there's one who has the most amazing hair who am i thinking of um caviar no 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 she's on twitter uh is it diana diana jacket off she just That's did some I'm amazing bestie. looks on twitter during lockdown i was like oh, yeah. oh she's amazing yeah that's a good egg man like mm. she's been there too like i talk to her like every yeah. day just yeah. to see what, how the weather's uh, <laughs> i'm like is it 72 as soon as i leave the fucking weather because uh, it was like 100 but no diana's a good one wilhelmina caviar is a good one april showers from orange county is a good one these are girls that i like grew up with yeah and um, let me see who else. Uh, oh my God, Melota Bride, who is one of my favorites. <laughs> Love that, that name. Favorites. She's this big, gorgeous Asian queen. Yeah. And she does one of the best numbers that she hasn't done it in years. But mm-hmm. you know what she does? So there's a song. You know that song by Sarah McLaughlin? In the arms. Oh yeah. And there's like dogs like all sad. Yeah. So she dressed up as a beaten dog, like with a, bl- a black eye and a bloody nose and no. a dog onesie, and she's like. And the song starts playing. She has like this fucked up like collar and everything. And she, she it goes for a dollar a day you can help a drag. She's voicing it like on the Love. thing. It's like for a dollar a day you can help a drag queen by three oh ones. And after and she's like going in and there and I'm throwing up laughing. And then they're like we don't have any. She goes oh that's fine. And she pulls out her phone and puts the fucking swiping thing. And she goes, oh. passes it around the whole thing. And people are literally it. tipping her like with cars. their card. And I'm like and it was brilliant. Love. Business it was, Barbie. Love that. <laughs> like love. Oh. Is that her Barbie name? Yeah, business Barbie. That's her. Okay, well, everyone needs to. I'm gonna look into her because I'm not. She's not my radar, so I'm gonna follow her and get obsessed she, with she her. She does sex parties now, but oh, she's oh. like she, she dresses up and she like hosts like naughty lady parties and sell dildos. Well, it's awesome. I mean, it business happens. Barbie. Everyone's on everyone's on OnlyFans, and for a brief period in 2015, when my home bar closed, I organized a live sex show in Dublin. So enough, yes. enough about that for now. I'll tell you more Love about it. that afterwards. Um, I think that's it. That's it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much for coming that's in. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it, girl. Oh man, I was ready to talk some evil shit. (laughs) We're going for lunch. (laughs) (laughs) Thank Thank you so much, girl. We hope to see you. You're obviously back next year as well Mm -hmm. with your full live show, which Mm -hmm. would be exciting. I think in like April and May. So yeah, yeah, lots more. We love you. Thank you. Love you guys. Thank you for having me. So that was a fab chat that we had with Adore Delano just a few weeks ago when she was here in Dublin and we love Adore. Like she's been here so many times and she's such such a gorgeous person. So yeah, thanks for doing she's this. Good fun Adore. Too. We love her. Mm, we love adore her even. Well, we adore her. Um are you ready for that favourite time of the week? It is Rotter of the Week. On Fuzzy Little Things. 
Okay, Davina, it is Rotters of the Week. It's time to get some shit off our chest. But not only that, next uh, our next episode is actually going to be our last episode of this season. And we want to hear from you guys. So we'll be reaching out, won't we? Yes, we are. We're going to be lo- looking for your Rotters of the Week and things that have been rotting you overall, I suppose, in 2020. Yeah. Yeah, the rotters of 2020. Yeah. What were they? Uh, especially ones that we didn't talk about. So you can email them to us, uh, which I believe our email is highqueenatpaylittlethings.net. Uh, or else you can, we're going to be p- popping up a little question box on our Instagram just mm-hmm. before the episode. You can let us know uh, in the box. Yeah, you can get us on social media and we'll be doing our little campaigns all throughout the next couple of weeks. We do want to hear from you because it is the LR show of 2020. So it'd be nice to reach out. Yes, shall we do it? So, yes, who has been your first rudder of the week? Okay, right. I'm going to start off with people that use wine as a personality. Like, all of a sudden, they've popped open the glass of wine, and they're like, okay, I'm going to sit down and record this YouTube, and they're holding the glass of wine, uh, or or they're like, put up a picture on Instagram with the glass of wine going, about to do me podcast. I'm like, girl, like... Just because you have a glass of wine in your hand, it doesn't stop you from not being interesting. You could be still a dull shit. So, like, I, I have... hate people that think wine makes them interesting. So, I hate is such a strong word. I'm rotted by people. I have to say, I feel quite attacked. I've been drinking a lot of Kylie wine lately. But, like, I have been trying to deal with a lot of anxious issues. So, <laughs> please bear with me. I was not trying to make that my identity. Kylie is the Kylie wine queen. <laughs> so, I just enjoy being an alcoholic. So <laughs> I get that. But also, Davina, you have to remember, I have been with you when you've drank the Kylie wine not that's only true. have you drank the Kylie wine you've finished off the rest of the vodka the tequila the sambuca that's true the I wasn't the wine. <laughs> like my drinks trolley is now empty and to be honest one day I went into the toilet and the toilet was drained so you really went for it one time <laughs> <laughs> it was the colour of Kylie wine <laughs> so I don't count you as one of those people but you know who it is like Jesus actually like, can I can I say I was listening to a podcast recently and Cameron Diaz has, has launched her own range of wine as well uh-huh I think it's called Avene, and the guy had asked her, he's like, I love the wine because it's all organic and, you know, all... mm-hmm. and he was like, how, how much wine would it take to get you tipsy? And she's like, oh, I would just stop after one glass. And I was like, get you the have... I was honestly like shook. at. Th- I'm like, you have a wine brand, you drink one glass of wine. And she's like, oh, no, I just, you know, I like a glass of wine and a chat or glass. Like, why bother? Yeah. Like, why are you bothering to have a glass of wine? Like, have a cup of coffee. <laughs> and she ain't like, going to sell many bottles if she encourages people to buy one. Drink one glass of wine? Like, what, yeah. you're going to sit on that bottle for the whole year? Like, <laughs> Well, I sake. mean, that's another way to use her wine, maybe. So, you know, that's a, a now, Christmas suggestion. We should mention drink aware. <laughs> you know the one that's one too many. <laughs> drink aware and don't try and do the two girls one cup because that's also no. dangerous. And we are professional alcoholics, so please <laughs> do not try and copy us. Well, that's my first rotter. Gone, okay. done. It's off my chest. The second is a very quick one. I think I think I'm rotted by Jason Derulo. And I think TikTok <sighs> has finally cemented that for me. Oh, that one. Doop. And then you just see all these horrid bastards touching their like shoulder to shoulder, putting it up in the air, trying to move their wooden hips that don't move anyway. Now, I, I don't love TikTok anyway, but beyond that, Jason Derulo made that song because that TikTok like music went famous. I'm like, leave uh, that alone, Jason. Like, go and do I, something I have else. To, I have to say, I really fancy him. Like, oh, I really, oh, I really fancy him. So I'm like, I could let him away with any, like, do <laughs> I'm like, he'd get away with anything. He could touch all my shoulders, up, down, over, under. Jason Deluro. <laughs> Did you say Jason, Jason Deluro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I always call him. <laughs> 
Oh, well, anyway, he's a small runner. It's not a major uh, runner, like, but I'm over he's, that. Doo, doo, doo. He's, what we, he's what we call in the business a wetter. Uh, <laughs> what about you? Uh, well, there's been a couple of things that have been rotten me this week. And one of them is that we have discussed ourselves mm. is people who hold on to their 90s trends. Oh. You know, like their, their looks. Things like maybe an eyebrow piercing. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Keep talking. I'm here. Uh, and I'm not pointing fingers and I'm not like coming for people. But but there seems to be a lot of those people in Manchester. <laughs> Have you noticed that? I've noticed them all over. I think like, eyebrow piercings are... Eyebrow oof. piercings, like um, maybe like uh, curtain haircuts, um, just some trends that kind of just really need to go away. Like And, and um, I think it's like the clinging on to the eyebrow piercing as part of your youth is just... Especially when you're older, mm-hmm. is a little... I don't know, it's just very dated, isn't it? It's dated, and also those... Like, if you've got a bar, for instance, that's going to mark you for life in yeah. most cases. And some people hold on to them so long that the skin starts to push it out. So finally, yeah. it's It grows around on, it. Yeah, but it's clutching onto this tiny little bit of skin, and you're just looking at and it going... Then you just can't, and then when something's there, you're just like, I can't stop staring at it. I'm, just <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm just, like, glued to like, looking at it. Yeah. I think they're gross. It really reminds me of, like, say, like, late 90s, early 90s, when I was like, like, I mean, queer as folk. It reminds me of that. Do you know that kind of way? Yeah. And it's not a which gorge, is of a time. Yeah. And which it's not a gorge trend. So I think there's some things. I don't mind the curtains. I don't mind a bit of long hair in general, but not the eyebrow rings. No. Ugh. No. Uh, so they, that is my rotter of the week. I've been I've been quite busy, so I haven't really been as fully rotted this week as I normally would be. So yeah, so that's I've only got the one this week, unfortunately. I mean, your Twitter followers are, the, are presently just going. She's not. As rotted as she usually is. Well, no. tell that to her Twitter. Um, <laughs> oh, have I been tweeting rotten things? <laughs> I mean, it's I a day know. of the week, Davina, so I'm guessing yes. I'm going to have a little look because, like, usually my rots do end up there. Okay, well, um, while you're looking, I'm going to read out. We got a lovely review on Apple Podcasts. So if you'd like to leave us a review, we'd very much appreciate it. Head over there. And it's from T. Uh, and it's five stars to be in a sensational. I don't usually listen to podcasts, but this has gotten me through two lockdowns. Davina and Victoria are hilarious. I'm really, oh. you know, having it up here. Uh, the personal stories on this are really touching. Perfect amount of light and shade. Petty Little Things is hilarious, and the two hosts are amazing. Can't recommend this enough. Great to have something Irish to listen to. That's gorgeous. It, that is very sweet and we do really appreciate them and it means a lot that people do reach out and take time to do that first thank you yeah um one thing that also does rock me i'm just real reading the back and i think you'll agree with me with this is and i'm a little bit apprehensive about it going back into with the reopening of life is really bad drunks that need babysitting oh god that's going to be a rough season for you isn't so. it yeah. like especially it's christmas and it's like if you can't handle your booze boys and girls like honestly Not boys and girls okay mom <laughs> <laughs> no, because I'm a professional drinker, so it's like I can handle. You'll never see me asleep in a urinal, but I might see you there. And if you are there, don't be looking for me to pick you up out of it because that's not going to happen. Put on your big girl knickers and have a pint of water with every couple of drinks this season because nobody wants to be babysitting you, putting you into a taxi, holding your hair up when you're vomiting. Get your shit together. Yeah, do you hear that, Miss? Do you hear that? And- 
that's a pearl of wisdom now for the Christmas season. So yeah. keep that keep that in mind, folks, yeah. over this festive time. And also, if you see a drag queen out this festive season, buy them a shot because the fact they that they it. made it to December and not killed a family member yeah, is pretty impressive. True. So yeah, buy them a shot. Um, I think we should finish up with one more thing, Davina, which is LGBT Ireland have reached out to us about their mm-hmm. Christmas campaign. So um, they have done a lot of research throughout the year with lockdowns and how hard that's been for queer people throughout the year. Um, they saw firsthand, especially the people who are marginalised and struggling as a result of COVID-19 restrictions, including like the members of the traveller community, the Roma community, um, LGBTI plus uh, refugees and asylum seekers who are living in direct provision centres. So it's been a tough year. They don't normally um, try and do fundraising like this, but they are doing some fundraising at the moment. And we do have a little sound clip from Paula from LGBT Ireland. And I'm going to play it now about their fundraiser. Hi, my name is Paula Fagan and I'm the CEO of LGBT Ireland. We're celebrating this week the 10th anniversary of our national LGBT helpline, which is a support service for lesbian, gay, bi, trans, intersex and non-binary people and their family members. The service has been a lifeline really for the past 10 years for so many people. And and we're seeing now, unfortunately, with COVID-19, the services is busier than ever. Um, And we're trying to respond to the need, particularly for people, particularly older people from our community and those who are experiencing the worst impact of the COVID restrictions, and particularly people living in direct provision um, and LGBTI members of the traveling and Roma communities. We're seeing a huge increase in demand for our services and unfortunately it's a very difficult time with COVID uh, to raise funds. So we're really putting out an appeal this week and up to Christmas for people to support us, for the members of our community and and our allies to go onto our site lgbt.ie and donate to donate what you can to help us um, respond to our community uh, during this COVID-19 pandemic. Thank you so much. Thanks for that, Paula. We'd appreciate if anyone could check out the campaign and help out if they could. So thank you again. Yeah, come on, do-gooders. It's Christmas. It is Christmas. And and this year as well has been really hard for charities, I think, all across the board. So anyone that can help out, it's every little helps, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, Davina, I think that's enough petty bullshit for one week. We'll be back it again is. in two weeks, obviously. This is our penultimate episode of 2020. So thank you everybody for listening and reviews. We do appreciate it. Yeah, we do. But until next time, stay, stay petty. petty. <laughs> 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 Pass me the Kylie one. <laughs> catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello? 
Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.